this is Linda. And this is Leslie. With Less Talk. Hey, Linda, I'm so excited about this guest that we have today. Yes, it is my cousin. Mm -hmm. And we are going to talk about raising boys as a single mom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what I like about this story is her transparency. Yes. And how she gave very detailed accounts about having a relationship with their sons, how that relationship developed and continues even to this day as they're grown. I think you did a wonderful job interview her. I know, um, so the audience can know, when we know the person, we usually have the other person um, interview to um, make it fair for our audience. We wanna be real. Unbiased. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we just want you guys to know, and I think you guys will really love it and get a lot out of this. I agree. What would you say was the biggest accomplishment raising your sons? Getting my boys out of high school with no kids, not going to the courthouse, and not going to the morgue. That's beautiful. How old are they now? My oldest one is 32, and my baby is 28. Wow. That is awesome. I know. I would have never thought that. I'm thinking they're like teenagers still. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. And especially now, you know, with the everything that's going on around our African-American boys, that it's that you said that, hey, my biggest accomplishment is that they made it through life without all the stigma that's centered around them. So that's that's huge. What did you do? What would you say that you did that brought them to that point? Me? dependent and trusted and keeping my faith in God. And what would you say your boys would say about their mother growing up? Were you one of those strict moms that did not play? Are you one of those moms that like, okay, that's just mama? A little bit of both. I was their mom, their parent, but also I was, people say you can't be friends with your kids, mm -hmm. but yes, you can. because my my boys and I were friends and but they know that I was the mother first mm -hmm. and I always kept the doors of communications open even when I felt uncomfortable with their conversation I bit the bullet and kept on because I never wanted them to say I couldn't come to my mom mm -hmm. so it's like like I said sometimes the conversation would be uncomfortable but I'm like, ooh, okay, I can get through this. We're going to get through this. Mm -hmm. Clarify something, because you said it's okay to be friends, and we actually talked about that. When you say friends, we're not talking about hanging out with them with their boys. So can you clarify that a little bit mm -hmm. to, to have people understand that? When I say you can't or you can be friends, it's not like we're going to hang out because rules. Uh, since I work with other people like uh, educators and and I see different parents and they smoking with their kids, they drinking with their kids. No, we're not smoking together. We're not partying together. We're not drinking together. And even if I was a club woman and I see you in this club, I'm leaving because we're not gonna party together. And when I mean friends, I'm talking about sit down and watch TV, play games, and, you know, just have a friendship. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
I'm glad you clarified that. Yeah, because some people, when you hear friends, the definition is hanging out with them. And I knew in my heart that's not what you were trying to say. So I'd rather clarify that. And it's like, you know, I get up and go to the grocery store. Oh, mom, I'll go with you. And when they stopped going to the grocery store, all I had to do was I put the groceries in the car, came in the garage, came on in the house, did what I had to do. And by the time I finished doing what I did, the groceries was out the car and put up. That's a good relationship, a good bond. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Wow. How did you do that? Kim, how did you make that relationship with your boys? I know you said you involved the Lord, but what are some other things that you that you did to bring them to that place that you had that close-knit relationship? Always listen. And I never really criticized them. It, it's like, okay, uh, what you did is wrong, but we're going to do it like this or we're going to fix it like this. I never beat them down or talk mm. negative to them. Mm, I love that. I love that. Especially hearing that because I'm a teacher. And as a teacher, when you hear parents celebrating their children in that manner, you see the difference in the classroom. Yes. Yes. I love that. So now would you say that were you involved in the schools too? You know, one of those moms that were always at the schools and Yes, ma'am. That's <laughs> education. Okay. Me as the parent, when school first started, I would write the teachers a letter with my contact information, cell phone number, house number, work email, um, personal email. And when you see my child is failing, come to me, mm-hmm. reach out to me. Don't mm-hmm. wait until semester's over and, and, and now you want to discuss. Uh-uh, I need to know beforehand so I can nip it in the bud. And see, that would make him a better student. Um, for an example, my older son did something in class, and he's in high school, and I'm in, we in the same building. And the teacher decided to write him a referral. The teacher handed my older son the referral and said, here, go take this to your mom. And he said, no, I'd rather take it to the principal. I, I, can't take this to <laughs> I can't take this to my mind. So the teachers in the building knew what kind of parent I was. That's beautiful. Oh, I love that. I love that because that's what makes the difference in the classroom is the parent. And I believe if parents knew how much power they had, you would see more involvement. So yes. I'm glad to hear that. That's yes. wonderful, Kimberly. That's wonderful. So Linda, what are your thoughts on this? Because I know at um, one point you were a single mom. Yes, and I have two boys. And me and Kim was talking before, um, sharing stories. Like I know we were talking about potty training. And I used the example of, I thought you teach them sitting down and you don't. And luckily, you know, um, I was only a single mom for two years. My husband, when I married my husband, um, he stepped in as a father figure to my son. And he was like, no, no, I I think that's good to know for single women who's raising boys. um, You can teach them to stand up and they know when to sit down. Kim, what else do you think like a single mom, a mom would not think of for their son 
you know what? As far as you never want your boys to lose respect for you. Mm. So you must respect your boys. And that you have to earn respect to get respect. No, everybody needs that respect. And as for me, I didn't want to be the talk of the town. There's Desmond doing your mom out here throwing it back or whatever. Because that would then I would have lost their respect. Yeah. So it's like just respect your boys and your boys in turn will respect you. There's nothing I can't ask my boys to do for me. And then, you know, like I said, I work with the high school students and I can hear them say, I don't like my mom, my mom this and me and my mom mm. doing this. It's like, oh no, why? Why? So and then I also think about the the generation. I might be considered one of the old parents, even though our son's the same age. I, I'm I'm one of the old parents. So I, my, those partying and hanging out days, I, no, not for me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's amazing. I love to hear that, especially how involved you were as a mom with your boys. Yeah. And then they can turn around and say, no, my mom was there. Yes. That's, that's huge, Linda. I love that because you don't hear that so often. So that's such a positive message yeah. Kim, that you're sharing. What advice would you give a young single mother starting off raising boys? What would you say? What's one word of wisdom that you would give her? You have to put your life on hold and get closer to God and focus on your kids, on your boys, especially your men, your males. Because like I used to tell them, I'm not going to allow them to use the excuse, I did this because my father was in the home. Mm -hmm. I did that because my father wasn't in the home. We can't use that excuse. And then you were born with two strikes. One, you were born with a male. Second strike, you were born a black male. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to let society give you that third strike. That's beautiful. Oh, you just... You just said a mouthful right there. And, and that's beautiful. Really, it is. And I know, I, I know I might be a little animated about it. But as a teacher, that has always been my passion for my boys' students. Yes. I wanted to make sure they were okay, especially my, my black and brown. Because yes. like you said, they already had those strikes against them. And if anybody could be a role model for them, if they didn't have it in the home, I wanted to be that role model. So I love to hear that, Kim. That's that's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. Linda, what else would you want to know from Kim's perspective, having been in those same shoes at one point? I think she's amazing. She's a teacher as well. She works at the school and she has a lot of experience of dealing with single moms or moms that um, are having babies in school. Kim, what can you share of just helping people just like keeping their focus on God? We talked about keeping their focus on God and assuming their focus on anything else, but what else would you share to just help them through this process of this new journey that they're on? Just just stay focused on your kids. It's, it's all about your kids. And like I said, right now, your life is on hold. 
until you're able to see that your your kids can make it, like like make it without mom. But she's she's in the background cheering and rooting you on. But just just stay focused on on your children. Your life will you will get your life back. But just right now, just focus on your kids. Let mm-hmm. your kids know you're there for them. Even if you just send a text in the middle of the day, hey, I love you. I'm thinking about you. So they know they're not alone and they're not out here by themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. And now I was just thinking when you said that, Kim, about putting your life on hold, because really it's about them when they're growing up. Yes. It's not about us our lives and we've lived our life so to yes. speak mm-hmm. and now it's time for them to live theirs and the best way to do it is to raise them up to do it otherwise the streets will mm. yes ma'am and keep them involved i think my boys did everything it is under the sun karate taekwondo swimming baseball football you have to keep them so their minds won't be isolated and and think of other things just be there that's why i got into education so we can have the same schedule because i didn't want my kids to be latchy kids because when they latchy kids trouble comes they think they can go out here and do what they want to do before mom gets home so we riding to school together coming home together i'm dropping off football players picking up baseball players you have to stay involved Wow. And you know, I heard someone say this, uh, a friend of mine, she was asking someone, um, what's the best advice that you can give a young mother? Because this particular man, he was raised by his mother, a single mom. And he said, just be there. And you said it right there. Just be there, you know, because your presence is powerful. Otherwise, if you're not there, then Someone else is there waiting for them. They, they look for something else to mm-hmm. fill that void. Yeah. And watch what you say as well. We we had talked before of not putting down their yeah. father because they're not there. Do you want to talk about a little bit about that, of how that relationship will work, or how do you speak on that? Mm. Oh, wow. Um, I never said anything negative about their father to them. And even if I did say something about their father, my boys wasn't around. Because mm-hmm. I feel that they should build that relationship. It's not for me to build it because he's no longer in the home. It's for them to build it. And I must stand back and if they need my support, yes, I'm there, but I'm not going to say don't talk to them, don't whatever, whatever. No, um, you want to talk to your dad today? Uh, you can pick up the phone. I'm not, I'm not going to, just because our relationship didn't work doesn't mean yours and your father's relationship can't. Kim, I just love this. I love it. It's so positive. It really is. It's just, it does my heart so good because we don't hear this message all the time. You know, we're raising boys who will one day be men, who will one day be a father or a husband. And this sets the foundation at this age that you have. And it sounds to me that you have set an amazing foundation with the help of the Lord. And that's truly where it comes from. And I had a good support system as well. A very good support system. 
talk about that. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> okay. When, when I first started going through my divorce, I really didn't tell. The only person that really knew was my mom. And, um, and I wanted my mom so bad to tell me, Kim, pack up your boys and move back to Chicago. But she never did. And I always wondered mm. why. And then as I got older, I asked her, I said, Mom, why you never told me to move back that I could move back? She said, Kim, I saw that you were stronger than you saw yourself. Mm. And I was like, okay, okay. And when she told me that, I was like, okay, I get it. I get it. So she saw my strength. Wow. But I hadn't seen it yet. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. And that's like you see the strength in your boys. Yes. Mm -hmm. And 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 I have always you know, this the 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 quote was uh moms can't raise boys, single moms yeah. can't raise boys. Yeah. Um if I I can show my, uh, well, I can teach my son how to treat a woman mm. and that will make him a good man. And, and my boys, wives always tell me, you have some good boys. You raised a man. Cause I was, like I said, I didn't want my boys just to be out here willy nilly. My boys know how to make a meal. They know how to clean the house. And if they had a hole in their sock, they know how to mend their socks. Oh, wow. And where do you come from? They don't make you anymore. <laughs> I love that. That is so beautiful and so heartwarming, Linda. I'm, I'm just so blessed to hear this conversation and hear this and be a part of this wisdom here at this, uh, at this table. She, she is amazing. I have one question for you that I want to make sure we cover. What about... Um, a, a woman that has a child that feel like, you know, there's sometimes in some issues, a, a young boy needs to talk to a male. Mm -hmm. And I know you were blessed to have your father step up and do that. Yeah. What do you see in life or that can women can do, you know, like go to their father, like uncle, I'm sure. But how did that work? Because there's some things that, that we don't understand about the male that they can go to. How did your father step in and, and the people that, um, the males in your life stepped in to help? I have a good dad. Uh, my dad was perfect. My dad has been gone for three years. He has passed away. But he was with the boys the day he passed away. Mm. When I would call him, he would always ask me, how them boys doing? How them boys doing? My dad was always wow. there for my boys. Always. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. You know, that's really what this is all about, Linda. It's about life's lessons. Yeah. It's about laughter. And it's about love. And that's what I'm hearing from you, Miss Kim, is that this is what it's about. It's about making relationships that last. It started at the home. Here it's now blossoming into your boys' lives. They're married and gone on with their families. And it just keeps perpetuating itself. And that's one thing about a generational blessing. It just keeps going. I love this time that we've had with you. And, you know, I don't know what else to say, Linda, but thank you for this wonderful guest. Yeah. Okay, Kim, I have another question for you. Do you feel like it's different raising boys than the girls? 
Yes, it is. Um, boys need more support. They they need more support because uh, my brother he um, took my oldest one off to college to visit the campus and and you know and I was talking to my boys you know how we get together and talk and laugh and they told me that my cousins used to slip the money and oh, I never wow. knew it never yeah. knew it but see and that's part of support being supportive yeah. my brother was very supportive and then after people found out that I was a single mother my cousin male cousins came to the plate too as well wow in what ways can you give an example like um when my oldest son was pledging and you know he had all these hidden fees and mm -hmm. and I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna help him pledge I have a cousin that's in the same fraternity, and he was helping my son financially. Wow. wow. Yes. Wow. And now when you say raising boys are different than raising girls, can you give an example to that? Like in terms of like, I'm sure their appetites are different. Oh, yes. Appetite is it's totally different. I would cook, for, you know, I would cook, and I would make sure they ate. Even if my, they were still hungry, I would give them my portion. And I would get a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because I want them to be, the only thing I wanted them to know that the only thing changed in my life was their dad wasn't in the home. So I had to keep moving it and keep going. I couldn't just lay there and feel sorry for myself. I had mm. to get up and raise these boys into men. Wow. <laughs> that's so powerful that's so powerful and that's just the mother's love too yes that, that you gave them your portion th this example and you ate a peanut butter jelly sandwich because you knew they needed to have a little more a little more and that's and going then, back to your comment when you said it's not about you yeah it's about them it's about my boys and then I will hear other parents and other mothers and I will talk to my mom mom I can do it. Why can't they do it? And my mom told me, everybody's not raised like you. And mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I, I get it. I get it yeah. now. Mm -hmm. That's good. You're right. Because it's a different generation now. But although everybody's not raised like you, what you're saying is timeless. Yes. Be there. Um, it, you're, you're last. When it comes to your children, your children are first. That's timeless wisdom that goes across generations. You know. And then, um, as far as the clothes, I tried to keep them up in the style. I'm going to J.C. Penney's and Macy's for them, but I'm shopping at Walmart, and 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 that was okay. And, exactly. and I felt that was okay because I can pull off some Walmart clothes. <laughs> Walmart has some nice stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I get a couple of nice things from Walmart. <laughs> and people thought we were rich. Because I never said I'm broke, mm. I can't do it, I can't afford it, because I didn't want that stigma on my boys. So mm -hmm. I made sure that they were okay, and I'm second. Wow. Linda, this is what it's really all about. I'm telling you, this is what it's all about. It's about those life's lessons. And Kim, you're giving us some life lessons. And you're giving us the reason to embrace laughter and love because the goal is ultimately to make relationships that last. And that's what we're here 
all about. And if you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to this channel. Hit the like button. We're trying to get this message out to as many people as we can because what Kim is saying is timeless. It, cro it crosses all generations. It crosses all types of demographics because it's wisdom from the heart. And what comes from the heart touches the heart. So please be sure to like what you have heard today and share it with someone else because I'm sure there's people out there that need to hear this type of wisdom. Yes. Until next time, we'll see you later. Bye. 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 Say that one more time because this is like the bonus. I, I even think your kids need to hear this is how you feel about them because there's so often that we do a good job and our kids are showing that we do a good job, but we don't let them know we see them doing a good job. Okay. So share that. Um, I, I, when I talk about my boys, I get so emotional with my support system and keeping and trusting God. I, they amazes me because they are some good men and, and I love being around them. I love seeing them. I love interacting with them. I, I just love them. Wow. Wow. That's beautiful. You that's amazing. Mm -hmm. So that's good. Okay. I want to make sure we have that on there because it, we, your kids need to hear that and know that. So I appreciate that, Kim. You're welcome.